Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. So, here we go. Growing in Grace. Growingingrace.org. The Growing in Grace podcast um, got started in the year 2005, and here we are in 2022, still going strong. Uh, Mike Kapler, that other guy that's over there, and then me, Joel Brzezicki, I'm right here, and we're doing this, uh, hopefully encouraging you in uh, your life in Jesus Christ. That's really what it's all about. Um, to tell the truth, it's we've known this for a long time, but it's not about us. <laughs> yeah, we We will always tell you, we've said for a long time, just because we say something on this podcast... Doesn't mean it's true or false. I mean, you you can hear what we have to say, and you get to decide. As the old TV um, station used to say, "You we report, you decide. You get to decide for yourself. You get to seek the Holy Spirit uh, for understanding and, and rely upon him uh, for your own understanding. And we're, we're simply here to have a conversation. We're thankful to have you listen in. And last week, uh, we talked about this uh, question that had been asked on our uh, YouTube page, what books besides Hebrews, and that was because we were talking about Hebrews on that particular podcast, what books besides Hebrews would you consider must-reads? And uh, I had talked about, you know, it's 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 hard. I mean, it's, there's a lot of really great stuff. I think besides Hebrews, I really like Romans. Cap, you talked about Galatians. You can go back and listen to last week to see what we had to say about those. And I think no matter what, no matter what epistle you read, um, we got to remember that there's so much to consider. The, the context of, of the situation. Why was, for example, Paul writing to the Galatians? Uh, what was his purpose? Who was the audience? What was being said? What covenant was being represented? I think this is something important to think about when you're reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The words of Jesus. I think this is a pretty important thing. And it's something we've talked about plenty of times on the podcast, too, that if, say, a person is going to bring to this imaginary island that we talked about, this hypothetical island, if you could only bring one Bible book with you, if you were to bring the book of Matthew and you read the Sermon on the Mount, you know, chapters 5, 6, and 7, keep in mind the covenant that was being represented, that Jesus was talking about. He was talking under the old covenant to people who were under the old covenant. So you have to keep things like that in mind. And a lot of the words of Jesus were like that. Not all of them, but he did come ministering to, he said, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He ministered the old covenant to people who were under it for the reason that the old covenant was was given. And we've talked about that plenty of times. And then you have a lot of the uh, the other the writings um, from the apostles and the things that they were addressing. And you yeah, got to keep a lot of those things in mind, too. And, and again, remember, it's not about them being these great, wonderful people. Even Paul himself, I'm, I'm getting, maybe I'm talking too much here, too fast. I should get you into it, Cap. It's been three and a half minutes already, so <laughs> I'm going to stop. How about you go? Who's counting? Who's counting? Do you want to finish a thought? Well, um, 
No, you go ahead and go. It, it, you, if if you bring it up or I bring it up, doesn't matter. But um, go ahead. Well, I mean, you're right. I mean, there there's a big picture here, and you know that that's something I I tried to stress in in my book in, in the first part of my book, Clash of the Covenants. The bigger picture. Um, it's like you have these little pieces to a puzzle, and you're trying to put together a a, a picture, uh, and people are using Bible verses to do it. Um, and, and there's there's some danger in that. And in fact, in, in our very early days of grace, uh, a, a big influence on our life who was helping us get our grace footing, um, that pastor that you know you know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he would make the statement, and I think I had this in my book too, that the the Bible can be one of the most dangerous books you'll ever read if you don't understand. The gospel. So you're mm-hmm. right. If you get mm-hmm. lost in Matthew's uh, Matthew five through seven, um, that's your only book on the deserted island. You, there's going to be some confusion there because you're going to make an assumption that Jesus is speaking directly to you when he was speaking to Jewish people under the first covenant, who were under a law of works. It was a ministry of death and condemnation that could not give life or righteousness, no matter how hard they pursued it. Uh, So Jesus is trying to change their thinking. That's what repent means, change your thinking. Stop pursuing that law of works and begin to find the solution to your problem. He would be that solution, of course. He would become their righteousness. And so nothing that could be earned. And so it's just so easy for people to get caught up with versology and and Bibleisms and you know and then that's where you have all these different thousands and millions of opinions and uh, different denominations and all of that. One of the things that will help people, I think, in beginning to understand some of these truths within the written pages is understanding that there is indeed an old covenant and there is a new covenant. The old was done away. Israel was under that. The rest of the world was not. Over 99% of the world was never under that covenant, never under those commandments. And yet that covenant, that ministry, it came to an end because of what Jesus did. Uh, And so that brought a new covenant, an eternal covenant. And it would include not just Jewish people, but the entire world. Joel, I I think... um, it's, it's just so easy for people to get confused about all of this stuff as they search through uh, pages of the, of the Bible, uh, because sometimes they're, they're just not seeing the bigger picture. We're just kind of looking verse by verse by verse by verse. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with memorizing Bible verses, but it's just not necessarily a practice I would encourage. And I used to do it. Um, but it, 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 you can do it if, if you know the context that it's attached to. I mean, let me put it that way. You know, and, and, and another thing is that it's easy for people to, back then, in the early days of the church and today, it's easy for people to want to latch on to a nationally known or well-known Bible teacher, whether they've got their own TV or radio show, or, you know, they could even be a, a grace teacher, somebody who has come into a greater revelation and understanding of grace, chances are they left some sort of form of legalism and came into grace. And, and we, we appreciate 
the truths that they are teaching, especially compared to some of the, the bondage that we were under for so long in legalistic teaching, right? But we still need to be careful, I think, uh, about trying to say, oh, I, I, I associate myself with that particular teacher, that particular preacher. There's a bit of a danger in that because, again, we, we start elevating the, the teacher above the one we should be teaching about, which is Jesus. And it's just a, one of those little human things that, that easily happens. And we somehow think that if our favorite teacher um, agrees with my personal point of view, that that somehow adds some sort of um, integrity to it. And, and it really doesn't. You know, Paul in, in 1 Corinthians 1, he said, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. And by the way, you know, sometimes Paul was writing things that were specific to the people of his day regarding situations they were dealing with. I just wanted to mention that. It has been reported mm -hmm. to me by, by Chloe's people. You remember Chloe from the show 24? <laughs> uh, anyway, it's been reported that there is quarreling among you, my brothers, what I mean is that each one of you says, I will follow, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. And then he says this, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you uh, baptized in the name of Paul? He says, I thank God that I baptized none of you. And then he mentions, oh, except a couple of people, uh, so that no one may say that you were baptized in my name. Paul was trying to diminish himself, not elevate himself. Uh, he wasn't uh, trying to say he was the be-all and end-all and, and, you know, the only one who had a revelation of God. Um, and, and by the way, side note here, there are many people today who you will hear teach, and they've got the Bible verses to back it up, right, uh, who will teach that salvation requires water baptism. Well, Paul just said, I'm glad I didn't baptize any of you. So if that were true, if, if salvation... Uh, required water baptism, then Paul should be trying to baptize as many people as possible, right? So that's just another little uh, side dish there for you to go and run with, uh, with to your pastor. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, Joel, now I've talked too long. It's your turn. I don't have anything to say. Oh, no. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to talk about Paul's garden um, because he said that he planted and Apollos watered. <laughs> You so, go. you know, they had to take care of their garden, which I think, anyway, but I, I'll, I'll that's not out of context. No, not at all. <laughs> but this, so what you're talking about from first Corinthians one, and then of course, Paul brings it back up in first Corinthians three, a couple chapters later. It's, it's really good. It's, uh, I think it's one reason why you and I are, would probably be, might say we're thankful that we don't do this ministry based upon donations or getting you know money from anybody uh because it's like we don't feel like it, we should be lifted up as anything great uh we, we're just two guys who are having a conversation we're not trying to build some big ministry and this is what i think is true about paul paul who everybody knows who paul is everybody's heard of the apostle paul uh these days because of all these really relatively few amount of writings of, of um the things that he wrote, epistles that he wrote, um, but yet he's become one of the most well-known people probably beside Jesus in the world. And he was saying, it's not about me. 
you know, why are you saying you follow me or you follow Apollos or you follow Peter? Uh, It's not about me. None of this is about me. This is about Jesus Christ. This is about the gospel. And when one of you says, um, I follow Paul or another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? Or another version says, are you not being carnal? Who then is Apollos? Who then, or what is, uh, what then is Apollos? What then, what is Paul? We're simply servants through whom you believed. That's really what it was about. It's like we were sent to go preach this message and we went and did that and you believed. The point is that you believed. We're just the, we're the vessels that God used to help you to believe. That's it. You know, there's nothing special that really, and people might call me blasphemous for this, but there's nothing special about Paul. There's really humanly special. There's nothing humanly special about Paul or Apollos or, or Peter or John or anybody else or you and me, Cap, or, or your favorite teacher, whoever that might be. Uh, there's nothing inherently special about those people. We, we are vessels. Any, anybody listening who has ministered the gospel to other people, whether it's the, the words of the gospel or whether it's um, using your own you know, gifts in the body of Christ. Maybe you have the gift of helps or the gift of hospitality or, or, or something else, some other thing, no matter what way you've been used in the body of Christ. Um, it's, it's about being a vessel and we're nothing special. And so, uh, and, and it just goes to show that we can, all of us, any of us, we don't know it all. And any one of us can be in error or the, but the Holy Spirit you know, can open up the mouth of a donkey and tell somebody, hey, what do you, what do, what do you think you're doing? And uh, God can use a donkey, a speaking donkey to do that. And he can use Paul. He can use Peter. He can use Apollos. He can use Mike Kapler or Joel Brzezinski or your favorite teacher, whoever that may be, um, to say some wonderful things and to gain understanding about the gospel, about Jesus about who you are in him. And I don't know, it's, it's just good to remember that it's not about us, but it's the focus, you know, we place our faith in Jesus Christ. We fix our eyes on him, the author and perfecter of our faith, as we talked about last week. That's the bottom line, right? I mean, uh, that's, that's what this is really all about. It, it, it's about Jesus um, and gaining a greater knowledge of the truth as it relates to him. That's that's where our faith is. It's in Him. It's in a risen Savior, and uh, I think we may be talking some more about these kinds of things here in the weeks ahead. So we, we hope you'll stay with us because you know you know back in our radio days we were listener supported, so we would do these shareathons a couple times a year, and we would always say something like, uh, "We couldn't do this without your support," and it was always a lot of pressure because you know there was a budget to meet and it was hard to meet. You couldn't get enough people to give. Um, it pleases me to say that we don't have to say that here. <laughs> we're, 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 not, we're not telling you that we can't do this without you. <laughs> right. We're going to do it with or without you because, you know, we have a small budget here. Um, it just doesn't cost more. We just give our time and, uh, you know, the, the expenses are relatively minimal to, to get it on the Internet. Um, so we can sit here and say we don't need your support to do what we're doing. But we are here to encourage you and to help see you break free 
from, you know, some of the religious stuff that has held you back so that you can experience the fullness of God in your life. Yeah, and we can also say very um, boldly, but not rudely, just, just we can just say plainly that it doesn't matter to us if you agree with us or not. And, and mm-hmm. I do mean that in a very kind, uh, meaningful way, um, because we can disagree in the body of Christ. We don't all have to be on the same page on everything. We're not all on the same page in everything, and, th- and that's okay. It's okay. Uh, we're just having a conversation here. You can go about your life and have conversations with people. Maybe something we've said will spark something in, in you. And maybe not. Maybe you'll reject what we say completely. Uh, but that's it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's because it's, it's really about, in the end, what you were just saying, it's about Christ. It's about getting to know Christ. It's about knowing who he is and, and fixing our eyes on him. Like you say, we'll be talking more about this type of thing in the weeks to come here on the podcast, Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.